Amy, Maraid and myself want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on Boonwurrung, Woiwurrung and Pangarang land, whose custodian sovereignty was never ceded. We pay respect to all their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that same respect to all First Nations people. Imagine if this was actually M's just like really elaborate way of getting us to join her, her pyramid scheme. Like, hey guys, maybe we should start a podcast. But also, hey guys, do you want to work from home? Do you want to be a boss bitch? Welcome to All the Single Ladies, a podcast where us three single gals try to make a little bit of sense of this crazy world, hopefully with some decent banter in there for good measure. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear today, you can support us by rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and by subscribing on your podcast app of choice. We really hope you enjoy today's episode. So what are we talking about today, guys? M&Ms. No. <laughs> Yum! <laughs> yeah, a really good business opportunity we have for all of our listeners. Um, it's got nothing to do with M&Ms. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. We should do an episode on M&Ms. That is a really important topic. No, we're not talking about M&Ms. What are we talking about? Now I just can't stop thinking about M&Ms. We're talking about MLMs. Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just want to get the abbreviation exactly what we're correct. talking about. Yep. That's correct. So you guys know what an MLM is? Do you want to explain it for the class? I mean, I know what they are. Well, gee, yeah. You- but... Yeah, I I would believe that I could tell you what I think, but I reckon you've Googled the exact <laughs> definition, have you not? I think you've done your research there, babe. Well, it kind of depends what you uh, what your position is. If you are inside an MLM, then um... oh, actually, just for the listeners, can you say what? MLM, oh, what yeah, the acronym so multi-level is. Marketing. I don't think we've even said that. So a yeah. multi-level marketing company is basically, it's basically just a company that has products and instead of them distributing to shops and then selling from shops, what they do is they um, <clears throat> recruit people and those recruits sell directly um, so it's also sometimes called direct sales or direct marketing and things like that. And so the thing is, and the reason why uh, it sometimes gets a bad rap and what you might think an MLM is if you're not inside an MLM is that it is basically the legal version of a pyramid scheme. So back in like the 70s and 80s, there were these pyramid schemes where they were like, you can make all this money. All you have to do is give us $500 and within half an hour, Um, if you recruit people under you, they pay you $500 each. And then because you've recruited three people, you've made $1,500. And so, you know, it it is literally a pyramid and anyone at the bottom is just losing all their money and not getting anything. And everyone at the top is like becoming incredibly rich. So they were outlawed. um, And basically the laws all said, you can't have a thing where Um, you're recruiting people and that's how you make money. So what the new business model is, is okay, well, um, you do make money by recruiting people, but also we've got products, so it's legal. Yeah, so the pyramid scheme, basically there was exchange of money, but there was no no services and there were Mm. no goods exchanged generally with a pyramid scheme. Is that correct? It was literally just money. It was literally like, yeah, sometimes it was marketed as like, this is a game. Um, And the game is, you know, there's these people at the front of the room and they collect the majority of the money. And the quicker that you get involved with the game, the more money you get. Um, And all you have to do is um, pay $1,000 to sign up. And at the end of the night, you could walk away with $10,000. So sometimes it was marketed as, you know, a game. In which case, you know, it's kind of similar to the lottery, right? Like 
you know, you're paying all this money and you don't know if you're going to get it back. However, it was quite large sums of money and it was, you were sort of being misled to think this was a way to get rich really quickly. Another one that they did a lot of the time was like, okay, you pay us and we'll tell you the secret to making a heap of money. So you pay them and then they say, okay, the secret to making a heap of money is sign up three of your friends to do this course to find out the secret to making money. So you sign up three of your friends and they pay you $1,000 and then you tell them, okay, the secret to making money is each of you sign up three of your friends to come to this course to find out how to make money. Like, and it just keeps going on and on until you've exhausted all options and then the last person that signed up gets fucking nothing, basically. And burnt all bridges. <laughs> yeah. Because all of, all of your friends and stuff have already done the yeah. course and they've already used all Absolutely. your friends. And yeah. yeah, right. Yep. So I guess the first thing I would want to say, and I'm sure you guys probably agree, is I don't have any ill feelings toward the people who are signed up as recruits to MLMs. I, um, I have a real distaste for the businesses themselves and the people in their corporate levels where they're, they're, you know, they're on salaries, um, and they're, they're, you know, running the business. Um, I believe they're quite predatory. I don't believe that the recruiters themselves are bad people. I think, um, I don't think they're dumb people either. I think MLMs are very good at what they do and we'll go way more into detail. They're very, very good at convincing people that they have this fantastic secret of how they're going to not only make money, but also help themselves and help their friends and family doing it. So I just want to put that disclaimer in there just before we start, in case anyone's listening um, who's involved. I don't think you're dumb. I don't think you're evil. You're probably a really lovely person. <laughs> I think MLMs are awful. But yes, that's my little disclaimer. And I think from, I mean, it can be, like they're designed to be appealing and they're designed mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. not be like the other ones or anything because they're different, yeah. that they're really giving back to communities, they're, mm -hmm. like, their structure is really, you know, caring and making sure that you're earning and everything. It's, mm. But I mean, also uh, I have had friends who have been involved and families been involved in these kind of things. Um, but also, I mean, like my first memory of MLMs, like body shop. Yep. I don't know if we're going to be naming anything, but I, I mean like that's in Tupperware, <laughs> like those are really big names and stuff where I think they're the only ones where I think the mindset for a lot of these things is like, well, why would you want to buy directly off the person if it's so good and everybody's talking about how amazing these products are why aren't they in the shops like that makes mm. that doesn't make sense um mm. but Tupperware everybody loves Tupperware Tupperware's like <laughs> I go I go to the op shop just to look for Tupperware like I've literally bought Tupperware from like the 70s and it's like it is really good quality yeah but, um and like, which is super annoying <laughs> it's so annoying because it's like damn you actually being a good product um, but I don't know. I just remember going to body shop parties when I was a kid. Like that was like the best thing. And you have the body shop lip balms and everything. Like, yeah, except you, when you get to the end of the party and they're like, okay, if you spend $300, you get a free tub of body butter. And you're like, I don't want to spend $300. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, sign up as a consultant. Yeah. I remember we oh. hosted our own and I was so stressed that we weren't selling enough things and that like, mm. I felt embarrassed because I was like, oh, my God, they must think that we're poor or something and that our friends don't <laughs> like us because they're not buying things. And I'm like, I was quite young at this point and that was, like, my first feeling about it. I was so stressed that, you know, oh, well, we should be buying these things. These are good things. They've, and they've taken all this time to show us these products and everything. Yes. So, yeah, basically in an MLM, the most – the, the real way to make money is to have a downline and recruit other people um, or to um, sort of, in, in a lot of companies, there's things like ranks or levels, almost kind of like a pyramid. Um, and so as you move hmm. up the levels, <laughs> they all say ladder. As you move up the levels on the ladder, 
um, you can make more money. And most of the way that you do that to move up the ranks, I'm not going to be able to keep saying it like that. I, I Look, to move up the pyramid, you have to order a minimum amount of stock in a month and also you have to be recruiting people. In a normal business, you buy a product at a wholesale price and then you sell that product and you just keep the money that is the difference and there's a decent markup and you make money that way. I think that's how generally owning your own business works. You have choice of the products as well. Like, Yes, exactly, exactly. Whereas in an MLM, you've got limited products. Some, Some MLMs have very good products. I'm not saying they're bad products. A lot of MLMs have shitty products. And honestly, they don't give a shit about their products because the main way that they make money is by getting people to recruit people. Because when you sign up to an MLM, you have to pay money. So that's the difference between an MLM and just going out and getting a job, I think, is that first you have to pay. I would never pay money to get a job. Um, And it's based around recruiting people and having a certain amount of stock ordered each month, which I'll go into detail about why that's a problem later. So have Mm. either of you guys ever accidentally or on purpose been in an MLM? Yeah. (laughs) I was for a while. (laughs) But I knew what I was, I mean, like, I knew it was. Well, and like. Also, I do remember this. (laughs) <laughs> mm, that's why you bring the it way up you tell the story <laughs> yeah trick question <laughs> yeah lured her in so yeah I was in one for a while I and I had a party as well and the products were nice like my, my a family member who was um quite into it all and she got me into it and it took ages and I was like, finally, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, she's been talking about it so much. And like, obviously this is something that she really cares about. Um, and like, I was really interested in the products as well. Um, so I bought, I mean, I'll just say it was essential oils. And like, I, she, she was not going around saying this is going to cure cancer or anything like that. It was a, definitely a more holistic approach. And because mm-hmm. the business seemed a lot more holistic as well and the way they were marketing it, um, yeah, well, both, you know, I was keen to get some product. Um, and then, yeah, so I spent like $300 on my first thing and I got the diffuser and I got the starter pack. And because I spent a certain amount of money on that week and I got a certain amount of points, I was able to get extra essential oils, which were more expensive, which I didn't even like the smell of, um, <laughs> which I just ended up giving up to other friends. Got the starter pack and then because I had paid – I had like a year's membership or something and I was able to get the wholesale price of products. So because I wanted to build up my collection and get nice smelly things, I kept on buying some each month. And then, I mean, I was a uni student. I was so broke. Like the amount of times I'd have to just buy the cheapest oil, which I'd still have to spend delivery on because I didn't want to have, it was also one difficult to get out of as well to like fully cancel the membership. And two, I didn't want to let anybody else down. Um, and, like, I hosted a party and one of my friends had bought – she had, like, honestly just wanted a diffuser as well. But the whole time I was having this party, I was like, I know my friends are broke and they don't want to buy anything. I just wanted to have – like, I kind of liked the idea of having a party and I also wanted to have the opportunity for my family member to have, like, more experience, like, talking about the product stuff because she really cared about it as well. Like, and also not just the product but also a bit more just holistic – so yeah, my friend had bought some of the oils um, and because she purchased under me, I got like $50 or something and that made me feel really gross because I'm like, you've spent all this money and now I'm getting money from that. And she was like, no, but you hosted the party. Like it's it's for right. And I'm like, oh, and that was difficult to even get the money out because they were trying to get me to just spend it on more product. And I was like, mm. no, thank you. I would just like my $50 because I am broke. And I probably still spent it on oils because, um, you know, that's what I did. But, yeah, I finally ended up getting out of that. I've still got the oils and I really like them. And I use, like, I literally use the diffuser every single day. It's, like, a bit grubby looking. I'm just looking at it now. But, um, like, 
I don't regret it, but I do know that they also, another thing that, um, like I was in part of the Facebook groups as well, which is a weird side of the world to be in. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, Facebook, it's all, it's so because it was essential oils, like I, it was 99% female and it was a lot of mums who are really like trying to do good by their kids, being like able to work at home and like support their support themselves, support their family a little bit by doing something they care about and something that seems good for everybody involved because there's no chemicals and no nasties and all that. Um, but these Facebook groups would be kind of like, like everybody should be signing up this many people. I'm still signing up all these people. If you're not signing up people, like, like this is good for them that, you know, they should have no excuses not to be, you know, signing up and getting this. This isn't a good opportunity for them. And it was like, I remember being a group being like, I feel really uncomfortable with this because she's saying that you should be pushing this on university students because it's like, well, if they're going to spend $100 on shoes, they could spend $100 on this. And it was, I remember sure bringing this up. you need shoes to, to like walk outside, but all right. Yeah. Also, if you want to <laughs> buy nice high heels, fucking buy the nice high heels. I mean, I don't know how this scent a set of essential oils is really going to change your life. They smell pretty, <laughs> but no. Um, so I remember bringing that up to my family member about it and just being like, this is a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit uncomfortable. And, I mean, she agreed as well. And, like, that wasn't ever the reason she wanted to get into any of that. And, like, some of the people who were higher up seemed nice and like did really care about it and like you'd see their collection of oils and you'd be like wow that's so amazing I want that and like I don't know it's very aspirational very um just a just a weird kind of mixture also because it was essential oils there were some people who were quite anti-vax as well in these groups as well and like I feel like there's like weird connotations with like people who which like I feel like was a gross kind of connection because obviously not not all people not all people who like essential oils think that you know well if I rub that on my feet then I'm gonna be you know not get malaria or something um (laughs) yeah but it was I was I removed myself from the groups I think even before I stopped buying the oils each month kind of thing because I was just it was just gross energy um but yeah I wasn't an MLM um, and I've still got so much stuff from them and yeah, and they give you points and you want to buy the, get the things for the points and they're BOGO things. BOGO sales is something I never had heard of before, but buy one, get one free. So you think you, like each day you'd be buying something new cause they do it for a full week. So you'd have to pay shipping on it each day as well if you're buying new things, but you would think that you're really getting a bargain, even if you didn't even want it, but you're like, Oh, but it's, I'm getting more. Like I'm getting two things for the price of one. Even if you didn't even want the one thing or you definitely didn't want the second mm. thing, you're like, your brain makes you think you're making, like you're silly if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm really susceptible to advertising and it's just very bad. <laughs> I think I'd, I think I would join a cult if someone like just slightly shoved me in the direction of it. Like, please, please <laughs> keep an eye out on me. I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> I think, and like... I find your story interesting because I think the thing to remember is that if you're buying more products than the people, than products that you're selling, you're a customer. You're not an employee. You're not a business owner. You're a customer. And that's what I find really interesting. Like, and I think it is easy too to fall into that, like, First of all, especially when they have good products, is that you see these good products and you think, okay, well, even at the end of the day, even if I'm just getting a discount on these products, I'm winning because I like these products and that's great. But then, like you said, they've got these systems in place to advertise to you once you're in to go, oh, well, did you know that if you buy this, then you, you'll you earn a gold star over here and, and everyone will think you're amazing. And if you just recruit one person, oh my gosh, you'll be an executive director and you'll, you could earn a fucking Mercedes Benz. Like they just continue this. And then um, and the, 
the titles mm. they give you as well. Like everything yeah. sounds so much more grand <laughs> so than it is. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And then in the podcast, which we'll put in the show notes, The Dream, which I would encourage anyone who doesn't know anything about MLMs to go and listen to, they, they talk about sunk costs and the fact that perhaps to start with, you don't realise how much you're spending. So then by the time you realise how much you've spent and the fact that you're not making money, there's a couple of levels to it that are about like, you know, shame and guilt um, and also this idea that, well, I've already spent $1,000, so I need to keep going so that I can make that back. And instead mm. of going, okay, I've lost $1,000 on a bad investment, I'll stop now, um, I feel a bit silly, but, oh, uh, well, that's all right, I'll just leave that in the past. Instead of doing that, it's, and it's human nature, we go, if I just keep going, maybe it'll change. If I just keep going, I'll get that amazing opportunity they talk about. If I just keep going, something's going to go my way. Um, and I've come so far, I can't give up now. And so people Do you know what it up, sounds like? Hmm? That's gambling. Yes! It literally yeah. is. <laughs> it literally is. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I watched a video earlier um, from an ex-Arbon consultant. And she mm. said one of the training days she went to, at the end of the training day, which was super intense, and she said she was literally sitting there. She'd been part of the company for maybe one or two months, and she thought this was going to be like a, you know, a day where you learn about sales. But instead, it was a day where you learn about how to recruit people. And she said, you know, when she signed up to Arbonne, she wanted to sell, you know, makeup and beauty products to people. She didn't want to recruit people. Mm. Um, and then she said she felt really uneasy all day. And then at the end of the day, they said, okay, if everyone looks under your seats, you'll find a gift that we, we want to give you. And she said it was, it was a little poker chip. And she said, then they said, you have to write on there, um, I'm, I'm all in. And she said, oh. everyone else was like, yeah, this is amazing. And she's just sitting there like, okay, so you're admitting that we're all fucking gambling right now. We're all saying I'm all in and this is a gamble. This is a risk. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's so. And as far Ooh, as like cheesiness at the end of a conference, like can you get any more cheesy than that? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I, I told imagine you about the being... conference that I went to. Oh, goodness me. Wait, what? You went to a conference? My housemate was a part of Sorry, um, a different MLM, um, which was more like shakes and supplements and that kind of thing. So for the longest time, she was trying to get me to sign up. But I mean, again, I'm just like, I I could I knew it was an MLM, but I was and I was like, I don't really <laughs> need these products. But you keep on asking me. She'd heard um, she'd heard about you on the grapevine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such She's a sucker. She's real susceptible. <laughs> um, so she had this extra ticket to this sale, like this um, day that they were doing, um, and apparently it cost heaps of money. So she was like, oh, well, like I've got this spare ticket. Like if you want to come, like it's this like exclusive opportunity kind of thing. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, why not? I went out the night before and got quite drunk um, and stumbled home at like 4am maybe after tripping over and scuffing both of my knees whilst wearing like knee high socks or something. <laughs> Terrible. Like I woke up at 7am, she like gently wakes me up and she had this shake ready for me. She had a green juice and all the supplements and everything. <laughs> as soon as we arrive, basically they get just to stand up and separate. I'm like, no, this is not going to go well. I'm way too hungover <laughs> for this. I don't know shit about anything right now. And then it basically ended up just being um, them getting you to start having conversations about the product and getting people to want to buy the product and getting them to want to sign up to be with it and everything. And I remember talking to this girl who just started and everything. She's like, wow, you're so lucky that you got this ticket. And I was like, yeah, I mean, cool. And <laughs> she just lucky. signed up for it. <laughs> I don't feel lucky right now. 
she'd just signed up for um to be because like the whole thing was basically talking about your experience I'm like well I don't I'm not I'm not with this company like I don't know but it was like it's all fancy it was like at Etihad Stadium I think which is now Marvel Stadium and then at lunchtime we went and got some food and then I had to be like I'm going to go home because I will pass out like this is also not what I signed up for I didn't sign up for this I'm not signing up for this I'm gonna go home um so I and I also don't think I was their market clientele I don't know maybe people who hadn't been doing tequila shots like three hours before going to the, <laughs> going to the fancy thing but I mean their market mm. clientele would be like women like it's it's a, like a lot of it's so predatory to those who are isolated so mm. like young mothers who are at home by themselves who don't have like a support network around them possibly um in the US I know a lot of uh, it's a lot of military wives because mm. they move around constantly so they're just wanting to make connections make friends get jobs because unemployment is like very high within um, military wives and you want someone who believes in you and like the people who are supposed to be you know your leaders and everything they'll do zoom sessions with you to keep you pumped up and get you really excited about the product like it's that community feeling that they're able to give Mm. you but it's it's just preying on it's just preying on people who need companionship and need support really so even in australia where we have a much better employment rate actually i don't know about at the moment but in general we Mm. do um and we have much better minimum wage and we have a much higher rate of women in the workforce it's still between 75 to 90 percent of mlm consultants are women and I think that speaks volumes because if, you know, if it was something, because one of their biggest claims is like, oh, this, this is easy. This is a side hustle. You barely have to even put any effort into this. You just make money on your phone. You could, this could be a second job. If that were true, there'd be more men doing it as well because, you know, there's more men in the workforce. So who wouldn't have two incomes if one of them's passive? Of course you'd mm. have to if one of them was passive. It's not really passive. But if it was, then there'd be way more men doing it as well. Like, why wouldn't they be doing it? And that's another reason why. And I think, too, that's one of the problems I have is the amount of contradictions they have, which is that when they're trying to sign you up, it's saying things like, if you want to make money fast, if you want, you know, that uncapped potential, if you want to be able to make money from your phone wherever you are and have the flexibility and have more time with your kids and work from home and, you know, not have to put too much effort in, if you want a passive income, this is for you. And then once you're in, it's you have to hustle, you should be up at all hours, you have to be always available to your downline, you have to sacrifice, And if you fail, it means you're just lazy. And, Mm. you know, people talk about like, you know, a lot of the top consultants and especially now, a lot of their, you know, training videos and stuff are getting leaked. And it's really interesting to watch because the top consultants say things like, you know, I, you guys all say, oh, how have you done it? Well, I've stuck it out in the trenches for years. It was years before I started making money. Um, I stuck it out through all the hard times, through all the times I wanted to quit. I was like, hang on, I signed up because you said this was an easy way to have a passive income. So which one's true? (laughs) And this is really odd, but when my dad died a few years ago, I got give, um, I got, like a message from a few friends and they're like we're gonna send you a gift you know which you know we need your like we're so sorry we need your address um and it turned out which was so lovely and it turned out it was a diffuser and some essential oils um so that was you know really nice gesture they smelt really nice 
um, it had a light on it. And at the time, because of what had happened with dad, I couldn't sleep very well. So I slept with a light on for six months or so. But thinking today about how this all happened has just been this really strange thing for me. So after I got the gift, about a week later, I got a message saying, now we'll need to send, set up your account. So what I got on the phone um, t to one of them and they said, you know, so that I would get a wholesale account for these oils so that what would happen, I guess, that I would be entitled to wholesale essential oils, which in the same sense was, you know, Amy's had this traumatic experience with what I do. This is the way I can help her is the way I'm thinking about it. Right. Um, and then in um, that I didn't become, you know, I was in no place to become an LMM, like LM, L, MLM marketer <laughs> at that become point an in time at all. I can't I'm even say it, let alone be <laughs> So what happened though was, so I, that account got set up for me and Every month, your account got debited whether you bought oils or not. And whether you changed over the oils to buy new ones or not, or it just automatically debited to the least amount of oil, which I think was $20 anyway. So it wasn't just cheap. Like, so you're essentially booked up for a year for like $20 a month, regardless of whether you bought something and they just shipped you coconut oil. So me being in the mindset that I was, my dad had just died. I wasn't really like thinking about it, was getting shipped copious amounts of coconut oil because I wasn't changing it over and just like wasn't even thinking like wasn't looking at it um occasionally I'd get in there and go oh I should just I was I should have cancelled it but I, it was tricky to cancel like it wasn't just a click the button cancel your subscription sort of a thing it was like you have to reach out no. to someone and cancel it somewhere somewhere different so occasionally I'd buy something different but of course it would you know it would cost more than that like it was definitely more than that amount of money thinking about that today and also because of the way of the podcasts that I've listened to in that the the things that people get taught is that the people you need to be reaching out to or some of the people you can be reaching out to are people that you know don't have jobs they might need extra income you know um people that are vulnerable like not so much vulnerable but you know has someone in the hospital you know do they need help do they you know could they benefit from essential oils you know these sorts of things like sure it was nice as a gift I didn't need a wholesale account to go along with it um and you, you didn't know. need 20 liters of coconut oil certainly not yeah there's um, a lot of coconut oil <laughs> but you know I still think at the core of it it was their gesture was nice. It was just today thinking back on it was just such an odd thing. And it does get back to that side of this um, mindset of that LMM. I can't even, I can't say it. I'm not going to say it again, but. MLM. Um, yeah. Just say pyramid scheme. Look, we all know that's <laughs> what know, they Pyramid are. scheme. Oh, it's all too, it's just all a bit odd, I think, for me. Mm. And I think it's hard too because you hear stories like that a lot and I think that's where I want to make it very clear that I don't think these people are evil. I think they've been sort of sold this idea that in some way actions like that, you know, signing someone up who's, you know, they are, they're vulnerable in some way. You know, maybe they're, they're experiencing grief or they're going through a breakup or, you know, they've lost their job, that they're somehow not only helping those people but helping themselves as well so they are they are of the belief that this is a win-win situation i think these companies are very good at skewing it as you know well you've got to help your friends and making then the it's completely skewed that way like it's just like it's completely every single time it's like um it's completely like you're doing something good by your friend. Like 
why aren't you wanting to help your friends? Mm. You're a bad friend if you're not getting them onto these products because they've changed your life so much. So you want to help other people be as happy as you are. Like mm. it's so repeated and drummed at, like down like every throat is being like you have to help. With essential oils and like the mm. way, like I'm a big believer in the placebo effect in some ways with those. Like, you know, they smell delicious, they, you know, and they have that soothing, calming effect. But, you know, the, the names that they have on the bottle, like, you know, you look at that and then something comes out of a diffuser. That to me, a lot of it, I think, could be def- could be placebo like you're reading what's on the bottle and then you're smelling what comes out peace I now feel peace right it does smell very nice though <laughs> yeah they smell smell really nice yeah mm. um they do smell good and I think you know there's the placebo effect there's the fact that they smell really good um and there's also the fact that you know there there are limited studies on you know things like mental illness and um like behavior and personality disorders so that yeah there there have been studies done on those things um there have been studies that say they help but you know there are also studies that say other oils don't help and i don't know if you guys have watched the documentary series unwell on netflix but they did an episode on essential oils and they're talking about how... No, is it good? Oh, it's so good. They're talking about how if you are a qualified aromatherapy practitioner, you are trained in knowing the blends that are proven scientifically to help people. If you're a recruit for an MLM or, or you know, you sell them in a health food shop or whatever, you're not really qualified to be giving people health advice or and the worst one and it doesn't happen that much here because i think it's pretty heavily regulated but in america these people saying oh yeah i add three drops of this lemon essence into my water every morning and drink it there is scientific evidence saying do not consume essential oils and they're using it and they're saying you need to be drinking it like that goes against scientific evidence so I don't know. There's part of it that's like, I don't, again, I don't hate the product either. I don't hate essential oils. I fucking love essential oils. I hate that company because they're using predatory and really harmful tactics to try and get rid of product and recruit people, basically. I've definitely ingested essential oils, but also like part of the marketing was <laughs> don't do it that they're really helping like where they're getting it from, they're doing it really sustainably and like ethically and like really putting their money back into those communities where they're getting these native ingredients from. So you just feel like Mm. you're doing like you personally by buying this oil is helping, you know, some young family somewhere else. Um, But also because... Meanwhile, you're going broke. Yeah, and also now I'm like, shit, I'm fully, I've drunk, I've drank the Kool-Aid, I drank the essential oils because they're like, you can put a drop underneath <laughs> your tongue and there's like one which helps for like, oh my God, I've, oh, I used to do a drop underneath the tongue of women which is supposed to help your immune system. Oh, I hate myself. This is, I'm fully calling myself out on this episode. Mm. So, so what do you think? I mean, the other thing I was going to say too is regardless of what company it is, because this would happen with all of the companies, is that a lot of like um, the general marketing, say, on a like a, a small basis is, you know, um, people will market out to their friends and family via, you know, Instagram and Facebook and that sort of thing quite heavily, you know, contact me if you need more info and like with really positive kind of um messages like really positive messages Mm. and um you know contact me if you need more info and like or share my story and like trying to get it all out there and I don't know if it's the way I am but I you know for a while got to the point where I was like god am I awful because I'm not either buying everything that I'm seeing on people's feeds or or the fact that I'm not reposting sort, these sorts of things. Mm. I don't know. How do you guys feel? I feel the same and I think that's another thing that they frame quite 
very cleverly and it's very cunning the way that they do it is that they frame it to people as you know when you join up perhaps you say I actually don't feel comfortable putting this on my Instagram or my Facebook or getting in touch with friends and family because you know you know I've got a different relationship with them they don't need to be my customers and they say well if you were opening a restaurant wouldn't they come and support your restaurant you know these people should be supporting you and so then as a business model, basically they're saying that for you to be successful, every single person in your life should be buying from you and most of them should be allowing you to recruit them. Otherwise they're bad friends, bad family members, and you should cut them out of their lives. And they will openly say that in their training calls. They will say, you know, even I've literally watched a training call where someone said, if your husband doesn't support your MLM, you need to leave him. It is so fucked up. Like it is so mind blowing. And I just feel awful for these people who they end up feeling like no one supports me because the company makes them feel like, well, your family are obligated to support you in this endeavor. I have someone on Facebook who is the sibling of a friend and when they added me on Facebook I thought it was really bizarre because I'm like I've never met this woman mm. before um, but she added myself and a fair few other people and then not long after I realized that she was selling for an MLM and I one of my guilty pleasures is to watch her story on Facebook stories whatever and it's just her talking about the product she's drinking, the product she's using on her body, like her skin and face and everything. It's just like, and like, do you want to know the secret or who's excited about this new product? It's amazing. And, um, but it will be like those worms you're supposed to like vote on the poll. Like, oh my God, I can't wait. Or like sign me up for three. Like there's no yes or no. It's always like yes or yes. Um, and she'll post videos of, or like. No, um, it's boomerangs. yes or hell yes. Yes, no, correct. Absolutely correct. Hell yes. Um, she'll post videos of um, her leader, her fearless leader, like up a line thing, giving them like a pep talk and keeping them on like task and stuff. It's just, it's very, very cultish. Um, but yeah, and she, like also like I, she must have added us to expand her circle to get more people pyramid. to view her story to to want to buy <laughs> this product pyramid marie <laughs> it's, it's not a circle yeah no it's an in, yeah it's not a circle it's an it's an inverted it's an inverted triangle oh wow because mm. eventually like you've the friends you have run out and they've already heard about it and they're either signed up or they're not interested so you need to then extend that so I've done a little case study so I'll say I've never actually signed up to an MLM I almost did twice both times it was the body shop both times it was right after a party um and each time I got the exact same line you know I you know I love doing this all I do I just do it on the weekends I get to spend so much time with my friends and family it's a really great way to make money um, at the time, I think I was working just a casual job, not that many hours, but, you know, enough to sort of live, but not enough to do all the traveling I wanted to do and, you know, do all those extra things. And, you know, we chatted about that and she said, you know, you'd easily be able to save up for a holiday and do all of that. And you'd barely have to spend any time on it. Like, even if you just do one party a week, like that, say two or three hours of your time and you'd be making thousands of dollars. And she just fed me all these lines and each time I sort of was like, holy crap, this is amazing. And I had sort of thought, well, the body shop's been around for ages and I like their products. So surely this is like, this is legit. And each time when I went onto like the web portal thing to sign myself up, I'd get to a point where then they're like, okay, we need a credit card for your $400 or whatever it was, like starter pack and your sign up fee and you this, that and the other. And each time I was like, wait, I have to pay to get a job so that I have an income? That doesn't make sense. What if I pay this money and then 
and then it doesn't happen. So I was lucky that both times I didn't sign up with the person because I would have signed up. And that's what I think I would say to some people is if someone gives you a business pitch, always say, that sounds great. There's nothing wrong with considering a business pitch. Mm. I'm just going to think about it overnight and then I'll get back to you. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So, okay. So I've never been in an MLM, but another sort of brush I've had with it is a friend or ex-friend, I guess now, of mine who I don't, I, I don't know them super, super well, and obviously I'm not going to name them. But basically they posted on social media that they had an announcement to make. And I thought she was going to say, you know, she's engaged or she's pregnant, blah, blah, blah. So two days later, there's this huge post. You know the ones I'm talking about that are like, they've got emojis all through it. And it's like, you know, I want to tell my story. I've had a um, really, really tough time with my acne over the last few years. And I've recently found a product that has basically cleared it all up. I've never felt so good about myself. And so I'm really excited to be able to share that I've started my own business. So it's this whole thing about how she has found this beautiful community of ladies who really lift her up and empower her and she can't wait to, um, you know, be providing these amazing products to all her friends and family. And um, if you want to get in touch and have the same opportunity as she has to message her. So straight away, I'm looking at it and I'm like, MLM. So I have a little look and it's Rodan and Fields or in America, they call it Rodan and Fields. I don't know whether which one's right. So the people that own this company actually are the ones that made Proactive. So Ah. these products are not bad products. Again, they're not bad products. And I have no doubt in my mind that these products did work for her, which is an extra layer for me of, uh, I think it's an incredibly insidious thing because I feel like then if you love the product that much and you've gotten so much confidence from it, and then they proceed to gouge you for thousands of dollars, how are you going to get out of that? Happened was, I ended up in in the heat of the moment, I was like, holy fuck, she doesn't realise what she's just signed up for. So all I said on her in her comments was, I really hope that you read the income disclosure statement before you signed up for this company. Because if you look it up, Rodan and Fields, consultants only about 97 percent no sorry only about three percent of people make more than five hundred dollars a year and you can find this on the internet but of course they're not going to tell you that when they're signing you up so i've done a little dig around there's heaps of info on the american um, part of the company and not a huge amount online about the australian but i got what i could about the australian one so what i did was i pretended i was going to sign up and i clicked through all the things pretending I was signing up. First of all, my first bit of um, information that I found really interesting was that Rodin and Fields, so they have two arms of the company and one is the direct sales and the other one is the corporate. So they're the people running the actual company. They're salaried. They're the ones like literally they're making the products and they're advertising and they're doing all of that. If you are or have ever been a consultant So part of the MLM structure, you are not eligible for company employment. So I find that really fishy and I find that really interesting. And I would wonder why that is. Wouldn't they think someone who has, yeah, someone who has been in the direct sales part would know the business back to front, right? So why wouldn't they want them to get jobs? What I would deduce, and I may be wrong, but I would say, That's because they don't want the consultants to know they're being ripped off. That's what my assumption would be. I don't know what everyone else's assumption Mm -hmm. would be. Alrighty, so next, they have a price sheet sample, which I guess is supposed to impress people, but as someone who actually knows how markups work on products, I'm not impressed at all. So basically what they say is the consultant price for this um, product and they haven't actually named what the product is 
what volume it comes in, but they say, so you buy it as a consultant for $185.45. The preferred customer price is $221.81, and the recommended retail price is $247.27. So I guess anywhere between that range is what they would say you should be selling it for. Which means that of, you know, you've paid $185 for a product, and on that product, you're going to make $36 to $60. To me, that that is just awful. Because first of all, it's an expensive product, which means it's going to be difficult to sell. It's not going to be an easy thing to sell. And second of all, like, say you sit down with someone, like, if I'm buying a small bottle of face wash for $200, I would want you to sit there and explain to me for like an hour how it's going to change my life. I'm not just going to buy it. So I feel like it would take a lot of time to be selling this. Next, I found a little disclaimer in here saying, as an active consultant, you're eligible to earn consultant commission. All you have to do is acquire a minimum of 100 sales volume. So each month, that's every month, you have to be ordering 100 products from the company. And I guess the idea is, oh, well, you know, you'll be selling all of that anyway, so that's easy. But basically, that means if you have purchased, for example, the starter kit, which, um, so the Express Business Kit is what this person that I found on social media had purchased, is $1,260. So that's basically every one of their products so that you can sample it to people. Uh, yeah. So the first so month, you automatically are an active consultant because you've bought You've bought all that product, right? But that means that the next month, you have to buy, you have to make sure that you're purchasing 100 products from the company. How are you going to, two months in to a sales position, be buying 100 products in one month when you're trying to establish a new business? And basically what that means is that if you get to the end of that month and you haven't sold 100 um products and need to order another 100 products, you don't earn your commission that you're guaranteed as an active consultant and you're no longer an active consultant, which means if you want to continue, you have to sign up again, which is 60 bucks, by the way. So there's, they say there's two ways you can earn money. So you've got your 10% commission, which again, you lose if you don't buy 100 volumes at the end of the month, 100 products, and you've got your retail profit. And as I said, the retail profit looks awful to me, but that's just my that's just my opinion. So, if I were in this business and I didn't know much about MLMs, then I would get to the end of my second month and I would be thinking, oh crap, I haven't sold quite enough. Well, what if I just buy the difference? So I've sold I've sold 50 products and I don't need an I don't need another 50 products, but if I just buy another 50 products then I'll just hold it here and I'll be able to sell it to someone. So what actually happens in these MLMs is that people start buying product just to be able to continue to be an active consultant, which is similar to what you were saying, Maraid, is that like you couldn't get the points that you needed to get the wholesale price unless you kept buying product. And, you know, so to make money, you're constantly spending money which would be fine, except that you're not making enough money for that to be worth it, which means every month you're actually losing money rather than making money. So then I looked and because a lot of people say, well, the only way to make money in an MLM is because you recruit people. So then I thought, okay, so what happens once you've recruited people? Once you've started recruiting people, you become an executive consultant. When you're an executive consultant to continue being active within the company, you have Great to... Great name. I know. <laughs> you have to purchase 600 units a month, which, by the way, is $148,000 worth of product. What? So, so you'd want to be fucking selling out your ass, right? So from what I'm looking at here, I honestly don't know how they can possibly be making any money. And... 
when I go back and have a look at this person's social media, because at first I, I felt awful because then someone else jumped in and was like, oh, well, you know, that's not very positive. If you're not going to say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And I did feel kind of bad. And I was sort of like, oh, maybe I should have just private messaged her or maybe it wasn't my place, blah, blah, blah. And she had quite a few likes and comments on it. So I thought, oh, clearly everyone else is being supportive. All right, I'll delete my comment. I'll leave it. I've gone back and had a closer look now. And it turns out that every single like and comment on that post, which there were quite a lot, were other people who are Roden and Fields consultants. None of them are just regular schmegular people. They're all other consultants. And I go on all of their pages and the same thing. They post something about Roden and Fields and the only one liking or commenting is other Roden and Fields consultants. So from where I'm sitting, <laughs> these people are not making any money. And that is why I hate MLMs because they are awful. It's selling this dream that no one's no one's getting and like the the push to make, you know, post about your life and how good your life is and how much you really love these products and how much the products are making your life better. And like pay like it's promoted to like from what the research I've done you want to like buy fake followers on Instagram so it makes it look like you're really doing well and people are really interested in what you're doing because I mean obviously if you're just like if someone tells you about be like oh this is really cool and you go and like oh wow like okay other people will think this is all right too like that's my research done like I'll just sign up (laughs) shall I yeah it's crazy and then you know, there's other things as well, like on top of all the products that you're buying, there's also like training and team building events. And obviously they, they can't be mandatory because you don't have an employment. There's trips as well. Yeah, exactly. And they you they always say, oh, free trip, but they're never actually fucking free. But basically what they say is it's not mandatory because it can't be mandatory because you're not an employee. But if you don't come, you're probably not going to succeed in your business. I think one of the other things that I find interesting is that a lot of the time when people are called out about MLMs, they often say things like, first of all, it's not illegal. It's not a pyramid scheme. Pyramid schemes are illegal and I would never be part of that is the exact line everyone uses. Um, which, first of all, just because something's not illegal yet does not mean it's a good, positive, great thing. That's what number one. The other one that I hate is that a lot of people within MLMs then tend to shame people who are, you know, doing contracted work and they work for companies where <clears throat> they have a contract and they say, well, you're, you're never going to be able to earn more than the person above you and you're, you don't have the opportunity to adjust how much you make. And to that, I say, yeah, but when you go for a job there, they tell you, first of all, how much are you going to be earning in a year? And, you know, you get superannuation and you get sick leave and you get annual leave. And those are things that you're entitled to. And you have those protections and you're guaranteed that, like, next week, the company is not going to go under because it's not a sustainable business model. And when that happens, you won't be protected there are things in place that make sure that no matter what, you're protected. And you've got that guarantee. It's not just, you know, that gamble with the freaking um, poker chip of being all in. Yeah. And not having Mm. any idea what you're going to make. No idea at all. The thing that they say a lot too along those lines is like, like commenting, I think, too, within that shame. And I don't know whether too it's, whether it's trying to, convince themselves that they're making the right decision because that might be part of it as well is that you know um you know you're all part of the rat race and I'm getting out of the rat race and like you know working and that seems to come up quite frequently um along the lines again is you know working that nine to five job and getting out of that and like I don't want to be a part of that culture anymore um that negative connotation of that that there's something wrong with that um and you know there's always this idealistic view that being a part of this new business venture that they're going to be able to retire really really quickly Mm. and they're going to pay off their house and they're going to earn a free car and 
And the reality is, and again, this is from me watching videos where you can see these train, training calls, which I'll put a couple in the show notes, the links to those. But, you know, essentially they're being yelled at by these women. These women are literally sitting there like, divorce your husband because he's not supporting you. Um, all your friends are shit because they're not supporting you. You're lazy and that's the only reason you're not making money. And not only are you lazy and you're not making yourself money and you're the reason you're failing, you're also bringing me down and I can't be successful because you're lazy and you're doing a bad job. And I, I have not been spoken to like that. I've been spoken to badly. Don't get me wrong. There's always bad parts about every job, I think. But no one's ever spoken to me like that in a job I've had. I've never been made to feel like I am a complete fuck up and a failure and the whole business is going to fail simply because I'm lazy and I'm not doing the work and I should, you know, cut off half my friends and family because it's also their fault that the business is failing. I've never been made to feel like that in my full-time job. But remember, Emily, before that you got told that you wouldn't really have to work. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. passive income. Um, but then too, within that as well, is that, um, you know, I haven't watched the training videos. I will when you upload them. But um, they sound pretty grim, to be fair. But then, so that's on the, like, the background of it that we don't, well, we're not supposed to see. I don't think we're supposed to see that. But then on the other flip side of it is that toxic, positivity like everything's fine everything's great everything's amazing like um you should be as happy as I am because I'm happy Absolutely. Like, I'm mm. the happiest I've ever been yeah and if you um, just keep being happy and keep we working, need to do an episode on toxic positivity yeah we do <laughs> so um mm. which I don't know like I'd, I'd say there'd be benefits of working for yourself Definitely, but I think also regardless of whether it's an MLM or just working for yourself in general, I would say that there would be very, very many stresses involved in it. Mm. It would be a hell of a lot of work regardless. So, um, It is work, yeah. And that's the other thing is I think because sometimes they say like they compare it to franchising as well. And I think, again, like franchising isn't easy and it, a lot of people find it really difficult because the amount of money that it costs to start a franchise and also maintain that franchise means that you're like a lot of the time, even if you are making a decent profit, it's going back to that company. And, you know, at the end of the day, mm. anyone who starts a business, it's a risk. No one's got, no one can guarantee that you're going to make money fast. And I think it comes down to kind of what you were saying, Mairead, about like, what choice do you have? Like if, and this has been an issue in a lot of MLMs is like, say, I don't know if you guys have heard of um, LuLaRoe, but when they first started, they had these really great leggings with great patterns and they were a decent, you know, quality. And the quality and the patterns went down and down and down in, in quality. The prices stayed the same. The consultants had no say over what they were getting. Whereas if you decided to start a business, the market got oversaturated as well. Yeah, exactly. Which is what always happens inevitably in MLMs um, after time. But yeah, so if you decide to start a shop where you sell activewear, you know, if you have a line that doesn't work, you, you, you can start selling other things and you can experiment with what works. Whereas if you're in an MLM, there's no room mm. for that. And that's why it always comes back to it's you that's that's the failure. You know, these product lines work for everyone else. You're the one that's the failure. When that's not true in any other business. In any other business, it takes tweaking and, you know, trying to cater to your target audience and, you know, personal preference and all of these things. You don't have that in an MLM. It's a completely different ballgame. Yeah. If you've ever had any experiences with, MLMs, feel free to let us know on the socials. Please. Send us a DM. Um, and we can anonymously share them on our story possibly. Um, uh, you can find us on Instagram at ATSL Podcast. Um, give us a follow. Give us a like on some photos. Isn't that what the 
cool kids say? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a cool kid, so I wouldn't know. And <laughs> if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, my God, I'm so dumb. I think I've fallen for it. You're not dumb. You're fantastic. You deserve to make money. Get out of that MLM now before you lose more money. And don't feel dumb. They're awful. There's no it's shame not your walking fault. away yes, there's from no those shame. kind of things. There is no shame. Like None. Get out while you can. The amount of people, like, I mean... But I'm I'm not that dumb. Like I'm not a dumb person and I don't think anybody who's in them are dumb either. Like it's just when you realise it's maybe not exactly what you were signing up for and that's okay to walk away from that thing. Also, you don't need to dump your husband just because he won't support your MLM. You may just need to dump your husband just because you need to dump him um, and that's also okay. Well, bye. Bye. Bye-bye.